Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ayo, and we just finished a four-part series on emotion. I'm now going to start a four-part series on the results and benefits of cognitive mastery and emotional ownership because I talk about these things a lot, and I talk about what they are and how to achieve them and why it's an alpha trait to have cognitive mastery as a skill set and emotional ownership as a skill set. But I don't spend a lot of time talking about when you are in that process, when you're learning this and developing this skill, what changes in your life? What are the results? What are the benefits? So I want to start by kind of painting a picture for you guys, like creating an analogy where think about cognitive mastery and emotional ownership as like a tree. Okay. So you have the tree of cognitive mastery and emotional ownership, and then the roots of the tree are the skills. There's really like five main skills that are constantly being taught, constantly being wired that my students are learning in the Spartan Agogi program it, because they basically correspond to each level of the model or each component of the model, which is the universal truth. So we've got awareness is one of the roots, right? Becoming aware of how your circumstances, the objectivity of your life is very different than your beliefs, the subjectivity of your life and, and how you've made your life mean up to this point and, and how you're learning to separate the way the world is versus the way you are and the way you think about the world. And that's huge. That's a huge leap, brothers. Like you got to understand that is about 80% of it. As I said before, just separating thoughts from facts is a huge piece of awareness that will change your life in and of itself. And then the other four skills are thought choice, choosing new thoughts to think, choosing new belief systems to have, emotional processing or allowing your emotions. So it's stepping away from the emotional avoidance, emotional resisting, and emotional reacting that happens when the emotion takes control of us. You know, we, we own the emotion. There's massive action. And massive action is showing up. It's it's no longer hiding, right? It's getting out there and putting yourself in a place where people can decide whether to reject you or not, which is a big, a big scary thing, right? So massive action is another one of our skill sets. And then the last skill set is results production. And really, that's kind of the segue going into today's episode, because when we talk about the four results of cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. When I talk about these four results, the four results are future-focused thinking, amazing relationships, indomitable self-confidence, and you know mastery over your behavior or behavioral control. And the first one we're going to talk about today is future-focused thinking. So when we talk about results production and we look at the model, really creating that R line, creating the results that we want in our life, a lot of that is what I talk about when I talk about future focused thinking. So I'm going to begin there. <laughs> that was the big segue into future focused thinking, guys. I'm going to start there because I've done podcasts. I've done episodes on future focused thinking before. And if you guys want to, you can definitely go back and listen to those. There was a three-part 
series on future focused thinking. I believe it was back in September, episodes 32, 33, 34. And the reason why I think it was back in September is because in September, in that month, in the Spartans, we were doing calendaring, which is one of the tools to develop future-focused thinking that I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode. So I mentioned those, the tool of calendaring much more in-depth in those episodes. And so what today, I want to very quickly talk about the difference between the three types of thinking. There's the past-focused thinking, tomorrow thinking, and future-focused thinking. And again, guys, I've talked about these before. I'm not going to belabor it. I'm just going to give you a real quick recap of what these three types of thinking is. So past-focused thinking is when your brain is stuck in the past, and it uses the past to determine your future, which is the results that you now have, you know, and then the results you will have in the future. And this is actually the way the brain works. So it's important for you guys to know that the human brain works this way. If you're a past-focused thinker, then your brain is working exactly the way it's evolved to work. That's the truth. What we believe is based on our past, and that's the way the brain is. It's up to us to change, to rewire it into future-focused thinking. Because when we're kids and we don't have much of a past, our brain is really focused on the future. You know, we have these amazing imaginations and we wonder about what it's going to be like to be an adult and we want to grow up so fast that we imagine, you know, what we want to be and what we want to do when we grow up. Because the brain hasn't created a firm belief system about ourselves, right? We don't have much of a past to rely on and says, this is who I am. Once we get to that adulthood, and it's different for everyone, you know, it could be in the late teens, could be early 20s, could be even the late late 20s, but at a certain point, you know, we kind of stop. We stop looking into the future and we begin forming this belief about who we are, what we're capable of, and what the way the world is. And these beliefs, these limiting beliefs, they tell us, they kind of remind us what we're capable of what we've done and where we've been. So past focused thinking is always going to limit your capability. It's always going to limit your capability of what you're able to do in the future based on what you've done in the past. And if you are a past focused thinker, if you ask a past focused thinker what their plans are, they usually don't have any idea, right? They're being defined by who they used to be. Yeah, without taking control of who they want to be. And you can tell when you're working with someone who is past focused just by listening to the language, like listening to the way people talk, listen to the way you talk. If you, when you're talking to someone, listen to the words you're saying, because the words you're saying will be a clue to what your brain is telling you, the way your brain is thinking. So past focused thinkers will say, that's just how I've always done it, right? Or that doesn't work for me. I've tried it. Or I've had this issue my entire life. We hear that one too. I hear, this is just how I am. Or I'm not the kind of person who can do that, (laughs) right? Or this one is, you know, I've always been overweight. It's just who I am. And you can plug anything in there. Like I've I've always been bad with women. It's just who I am. I've always been bad with money, right? I'm not very good with money. So you can plug anything in there. But when people start saying it's just who I am, you know that they're past focused thinking. Probably the most obvious sentence that defines past-focused thinking is when you hear someone say the words, I can't, because the words, I can't, is only judging their capacity based on what they haven't done yet. Tomorrow thinking, so that's past-focused thinking, right? Tomorrow thinking is when you want to change something in your life, so you imagine yourself in the future. You create these plans, right? Of you doing something different or being a different person, and then you might even start to you know, take control of these plans, like execute these plans. But eventually you resort back to your familiar, comfortable lifestyle. And it's the desire to be someone different, right? To think about tomorrow. 
But what the brain is saying is, I'll be ready to start tomorrow. And you know, you may not even actually be conscious of it, or you may not, you know, the brain may not be loud enough (laughs) that you can actually hear it. But tomorrow thinking is really closely tied to perfectionism. And really what the brain is saying is, I'm not good enough now. So when I am good enough, that's when I'll start. And good enough and that time of when it'll start is always going to be different. So it may be when I have more education or when I have more knowledge or when I have more money or when I have a better plan or when I have more time. But it might also be on Monday, right? Or tomorrow or next month or next year. You know, New Year's resolutions are great examples of tomorrow thinking because what's so special about January 1st? right? There's absolutely nothing special about this day, guys. It's just New Year's Day that we've put on a calendar and said, hey, look, today we're going to celebrate this turning of the new year. It's a completely arbitrary day. But in our brain, everybody's got all these great plans. Everybody's going to start everything on New Year's. So check that out. If you're curious about that, I did an episode on that number 44. But future-focused thinking is keeping your brain thinking about where you're going right? Your future instead of where you've been, because that's past focus or where you wish you were, which is tomorrow thinking, you know, I wish I was here. I wish I was there. I'm here. But because I'm thinking about being there and imagining myself there, it feels very good, right? That's that tomorrow place. Future focused thinking is thinking about stepping into where you want to be now. So the first question is, where are you going? Right. And this is a fantastic question just to ask yourself, where are you going? Where will you be in five years if you don't make any changes whatsoever? Like if you make no changes, where will you be in five years? Where will you be in 10? Where will you be in 20? Where will you be in 30? What exactly is it that you want to have? How many years down the road? And once you know that, are you on the path you need to be on to get there? See, because a lot of times people aren't even thinking about their future. You think about yourself five years from now, do you have a very clear idea on where you want to be and how you're going to get there? What can you change to put yourself on the path to achieving what you want most in your life? So a very quick analogy here, guys, is imagine a rudder on a boat. Okay, you're on a boat, and if you move this rudder just slightly, just a tiny bit right now, today, you're going to end up in a completely different location five years from now compared to if you just left that rudder alone, right? Just a minor change, a millimeter change. It's not as if you have to make this massive change where you have to turn the rotor 90 degrees in order to change your future, to get the future you desire. If you're on your way to where you want to go, then congratulations, hold the rudder steady. But if you want to be somewhere different in 10 years, the time to change is now. You know, when's the best time to plant a tree, right? The best time is 20 years ago. <laughs> when's the second best time? Right now, right? That's, that's the moment right now. So how much money do you want to have in your life? Where do you want to be living? What kind of work do you want to be doing? How fit do you want to be? Lay this foundation for yourself now and then go and get what you want. So that's that future focused thinking. And the truth is, guys, even if we ran at full focus speed our entire lives, courageously seeking and fulfilling our dreams, we still couldn't come close to fulfilling our potential. That's how much potential we have. There's absolutely no way. But if with belief in that, in that truth, You can always be growing. You can always be evolving. And no matter how old you are or how busy you think you are, we all have the potential to tap into our dreams and really decide what we want in our lives. Because quite frankly, at the end of our lives, we still won't have fulfilled our potential, but it would be nice to know that we gave it our best shot while we were here.
So future-focused thinking is an alpha trait, okay? It's an alpha trait because you become the co-creator of your own life. You are leading your own path. You're fulfilling your reason for living. Now, your purpose for living is to exist and you're doing that, okay? Your purpose is fulfilled 100%. The reason you are alive is to create the life you want to live, is to experience life, to experience this world with all of your humanness. That is your gift. So you become an example of how life is to be lived. You get to become deliberate with this. You get to have fun. You get to enjoy life and you get to do it with intention. So consider what you are an example of in your life. Consider what your actions, what your behavior is an example of as an alpha. So how do you represent yourself on this planet, right? What are you representing? Are you a follower? Are you living by someone else's rules or desires? Are you an example of what happens when you choose to live as a victim? Or are you an example of someone who's living the best life that you know how and with all your heart? Are you someone who never quits? Are you someone who is always making something happen? What do you want your life to be? What kind of example are you to the people around you, to your friends, to your coworkers? I'll tell you what, how about making your life an example of someone who overcame a struggle? and took that energy and created a life that you loved? How about an example of someone who takes responsibility for yourself and doesn't blame circumstances or anyone else for your current life? How can you be an example of what's possible today? Just today, how can you help other people to do the same? Can you let your life show that if you set a goal with your heart and stick to it with courageous belief and you love yourself through the process that you can achieve anything. That's future-focused thinking. And you can allow other people to believe that they can be free of their struggle because they see you do it as proof that it can be done. Allow other people to go after their dreams because they watched you having fun going after yours. Show people how much energy you free up when you drop the limiting belief system right? Those thoughts that create those negative emotions and how much power you have to contribute to the good in the world. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if someone looked at you and was inspired, not impressed by what you do, brother, but just impressed by who you are, just by your alphaness, right? Just by the way you think, your cognition and the way it carries you through life. Maybe somebody someday will look at you and say, you know what? If he can do it, maybe I can do it too. And I believe, just my opinion, but I believe it's more than just a choice. It's our responsibility to elevate our alpha and to be an example. Now, that's what future-focused thinking is and why it's an alpha trait. But guys, this episode is on the benefits, right? The results and benefits. And I've got a list here, and I'm just going to start out with the big one. I'm going to hit you with, with a big one and say, past-focused thinking looks at results and ties results to their self-worth, whereas future-focused thinking looks at results as neutral data. So let me explain what I mean by this. The analogy that I use is that when you're in past-focused thinking, your actions 
are like a gamble, right? It's like throwing dice on the craps table. You don't know what's going to come up and it's either going to be a win or it's going to be a loss. And so there's this fear around taking action because you're afraid of the result of the action. And the reason why is because when you're in past focused thinking, you're allowing your brain to use the results of your action as evidence to determine your worth. You know, whether you won, whether you lost, whether you're good, whether you're bad, whether you're right, whether you're wrong, all of that kind of stuff. So when your results, when the results of your action are tied to your self-worth and that kind of past-focused thinking, what you're doing is you're constantly creating evidence by your action to reinforce what your brain is already telling you. And it's already telling you that you can't, right? It's already telling you, it's already using the past to determine your capability over the future. It's not surprising when you take an action and don't get the result that you want, and then your brain tells you that you failed, and then it's very easy to quit and give up and say, oh, I'm, that's just not for me. I'm not good at that, right? That's all that past focus stuff. When you're in future focused thinking, your brain looks at data, it looks at results very, very differently. Rather than looking at it as like a dice throw, it's not a gamble. It looks at it like an experiment. Your brain starts to look at your actions as tests so you go out there and you take action and then the result you get back is a learning process. You get the data back in order to learn how to adjust your actions slightly this way or slightly that way in order to get a different result closer to the result that you're looking for. Because you already know what the result is you're looking for. You're in future focused thinking, right? You're looking at the destination and saying, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm going to get. If I don't get that result, it has nothing to do with whether I'm capable of it, which is past focus, right? It has nothing to do with my worthiness or my ability. It has only to do with the actions that I took and the actions that I took need to be adjusted so I can get a different result. So if future focused thinking, you're very much thinking in a more scientific, experimental way, or past focused thinking, you're thinking more in what is my value, what am I capable of, and whether I'm able to do this, what are my abilities. All of your results are very closely tied to your self-worth. Another benefit is rewriting and letting go of your past. And I've done an episode, a podcast episode on this before, but I want to bring it up in this episode as well, because when you're future focused thinking, you are looking at your future. You're looking at who you're becoming, who you're evolving into, who you're growing into. And when your brain is in that mode, you're only ever using your past as a motivator to create your future. Right, So you rewrite your past the way you want it to be. You look into your past, you look at all the neutral stuff, right? Look at all that neutral stuff that happened, and then you decide, one, what are the good things? What are the things that make me stronger? What are the things that make me capable? What are my accomplishments? And two, of the negative things that I'm looking at as negative, how can I write this in a way that makes it so that it was a benefit to me, that it served me, that it happened for me instead of to me? And when you start to rewrite your past like that and focus on your future, it's much easier to just let go of a lot of that pain. If a lot of that, well, when you rewrite your past, all that negative thinking goes away because you write it in a way that serves you. But when you're focusing on your future, you actually just step out of it and you step into who you're becoming. You're stepping out of who you've been and you step into who you become. So letting go, that's a big one for a lot of guys that come through in the Spartan Agogi program, letting go of the past, rewriting their past. Another one is there's no more inherent strengths and weaknesses. And guys, I'm not going to belabor this one too much because I could literally do an entire podcast episode on this alone. I believe that our capabilities, our growth as human beings fits into a 
biopsychosocial model. In other words, we have to have the right biology, right? We have to have a healthy structure and function of our brain. We have to have a psychology, like they have to have a certain way of thinking, a certain way of perception of viewing the world. And then our life conditions, we have to be presented with certain life conditions in order to be able to build in complexity around our cognition. So with this biopsychosocial model of the world, I believe that human beings are really capable of anything that any other human being is capable of, as long as the biology, psychology, and life conditions are met. So when I have people that say that human beings are, have certain behavioral strengths and weaknesses, like some humans are just more inherently good at organizing, or some humans are just basically in, or inherently better at communicating, I have to kind of say, no, <laughs> I got to kind of wave the flag on that one and say, look, no, these are, these are learned skills. And so when you're future focused thinking, you recognize that you don't have any of these learned inherent strengths or weaknesses, strengths and weaknesses in terms of behaviors and skill sets are only based on what you have decided to focus your attention on learning, uh, focus your focus on attention and learning and developing as a skill. If you've never focused your attention on learning how to be more or organized or learning how to communicate, then of course you might say that that is an inherent weakness, but that is a past focused brain telling you that only because you haven't put forth the effort to develop that skill set. So when you're future focused thinking, none of that matters anymore. There's no inherent strengths or weaknesses. There's nothing holding you back. There's no thought that says, oh, that's just not, I'm just not able to do that. That's just not who I am. That kind of thinking goes away. But I could do an entire podcast episode on that one. So I'm going to move to the next one, guys, which is you begin to prove to yourself that you can do things you didn't think you could do before. And that's kind of a big umbrella benefit, right? Because when you decide what you want to do in your future and then you go out there and you do it, you're kind of telling your brain that like, look, you've been telling me my whole life, I can't do this. And then I just go out and do it. So you start to prove to yourself, you prove to that the sentences in your mind that are telling you what you are capable of, what you're not capable of, that you really are capable of that. And I've got a lot more benefits here, guys. I'm just going to kind of rattle them off. Like, you know, you, there's no more procrastination. Uh, procrastination is kind of resisting the moment. It's kind of you know, it's, it's resisting the moments, resisting the future. It's looking at the future and saying, I'm not good enough now, right? Procrastination really kind of comes from tomorrow thinking. You're telling yourself that right now you don't have what it takes to get this job done. I don't have enough information or knowledge or time or whatever. So I'm going to procrastinate, put on the back burner tomorrow or later on when I do have enough time or enough knowledge. So procrastination goes away. You are eager to get jobs accomplished because every time you take action, every time you get a, something accomplished, you become closer to getting the result that your brain is desiring. It's going after that, that future place, more of who you already are. So procrastination goes away. I'm talking like <laughs> you you stop hitting the snooze button, brothers. Like <laughs> there's so many benefits. You have more, you feel like you have more time. You feel like you have more money just because of the abundant mindset. You're focusing on the future instead of looking at the past where there's more, much more abundance in the future. So there's a lot of these benefits that I could go over and list, but I, I want to uh, move on and talk to you guys about two tools that I use with my students to help them shift from a past focus or a tomorrow thinking because past focus and tomorrow thinking, they're kind of the same thing. 
whereas tomorrow thinking is all about or whereas past focus is all about past but tomorrow thinking you know you're kind of thinking about the future to kind of give you that dopamine hit to make you feel good because <laughs> in the future you're thinking oh yeah i'm perfect right in the future, I'll be great. I'll be able to get everything done. I'll have the life of my dreams. But now in the present, you're just not taking that action. And then when the future comes, you don't get after it, right? So that's when it becomes past focus. So they're very similar. But the tools that I use, one is calendaring and another is the impossible goal. And I'm going to talk about calendaring first because we're actually doing the impossible goal this month in the Spartans for the year 2020. And after I just got done beating up the New Year's Day, <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys that we are preparing for the impossible goal in 2020, which will start on New Year's Day. But let me talk about calendaring first. And I've done an episode on this before. Like These were the previous future focused thinking episodes, but calendaring is basically creating your own blueprint. It's creating a blueprint for yourself from the person that you want to become. You look at your life, you look at your goal, and a goal is has a time domain, guys. All right. So a goal is not just a wish. If it doesn't have a time domain, then it's a wish. Right? I wish I had a quarter of a million dollars, right? That's a wish. I will have a quarter of a million dollars by June 30th is a time domain that becomes a goal. So when we talk about goals, we have that time domain. And when we have a time domain, when we have an end point, what we can do is we can work backwards and say, okay, this is where I want to be. What do I need to do? What needs to happen? What's the change that I need to make between the person I am now to the person I need to be at that time. And with calendaring, what you do is you go through and you decide what that is and you look at all the math. You look at all the actions, all the force times distance that you take and you set up a to-do list and you set up uh, obstacles where you let your brain loose on all the reasons why you won't get it done. And then you set up strategies from those obstacles from your alpha state. And then you set up your calendar so that every everything's accounted for, which really freaks out most people, honestly, because you're looking at your calendar like, well, there's no there's no gaps. It's like, of course, there's no gaps because gaps in your calendar lead to distractions. That leads to the beta condition, right? That leads to where now you're back in your past focus. When you're on your calendar, you're honoring your calendar, you set that up and you stick to it. You're stepping into the shoes of the person who has achieved the result that you're looking for at the time when you set that time domain for your goal because you're doing the steps, you're taking the action. Now, managing your mind and managing your emotion around the moment and being in that present, in that space of time, that's cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. But setting up your calendar as a blueprint to getting there helps you with that future-focused thinking. It helps you set up a path. And then walking the path is where you get into coaching. That's where the coaching helps. That's where the cognitive mastery is the goal of movement from where you are to that future focused place or that future, your future self. The impossible goal is very similar, but it's a little bit different. And that's why it's a little bit for longer. It's a little bit longer goals. The calendaring is going to be done throughout the year 2020. Okay, so everybody that's in the Spartan program is going to be calendaring throughout the year 2020. They're really going to have to be in order to become the person that they're looking to become by December 31st, 2020. But there's more to it than that. Right? Because from that future-focused place, remember, guys, and I said this, and I opened with this, as a future-focused brain with your alpha state, you don't look at the results of your actions as failures. 
from the alpha state, the only way you can fail is in your action line. And that is by not taking action. That's by not doing the work that's required to become the person that you want to become, to basically make that change, make that shift. So so there is a different piece to the impossible goal. And that piece is going after failures, taking enough massive action from the A line of the model right? Taking action from the A line in order to count failures in the R line. And again, I've done a podcast on that more recently as well. But the reason why that one is so powerful is because throughout the entire year, you're teaching your brain not to look at the action as the drive, right? It's not the doing that's the purpose. Like that becomes now the means, what you're looking for is the ends. You're looking for the actual result because a past focus thinker will fear the action. They will look at the action as the ends. Their brain will be stuck in the action. They'll say that they're worried about the result, right? But it'll be the action that they don't take. So they'll actually end up failing before they even get a result because they won't take action. When you make that shift, when you practice looking at the result rather than looking at the action, then you're eager to take the action because the action is the only way to get the result. And that's where you start to shift your brain. That's where you start to be excited about getting results because it's no longer about failing. Your result is not determining anything about you. It's only determining, it's helping you to determine how you're going to achieve the result that you're looking for, (laughs) right? It's helping you to determine success rather than telling you something about who you are which is that past focus brain that we're making that shift out of, we're rewiring the brain to instead look at those results as how to make changes in your action to get the success you're looking for. So guys, I'm going to leave you with that. That is the first of four results that you get from cognitive mastery and emotional ownership, future focus thinking, results production, living the life of your dreams. I've said it in many different ways, but really that's what it is, future focus thinking. And if that interests you, in fact, if the impossible goal interests you, there's still time left to get involved with that. This podcast is coming out now, it looks like December 13th, right? So it's mid-December. You guys can get involved with the Spartans now, and you still have plenty of time to set up your impossible goal and start looking at your failures for the first quarter before January 1st begins. It's an amazing process, the impossible goal. It's an amazing program, the Spartan Agogi program. So if you have any questions about that, if you want to take a further look at that or a deeper look at that, go to my website, the alphamalecoach.com. Make sure you put in the T-H-E, alphamalecoach.com. And right at the top there, it'll say Spartan Agogi program. You can also go to elevatedalphasociety.com forward slash society. That's where the website will take you. That says everything in there about the Spartans. And you can also get a 45-minute free consultation call with me if you have any questions about the program or you have any questions about causal coaching and you want to give it a try and you want to see if you got something you're struggling with and you want to see how causal coaching, how cognition management, cognition mastery will change your life. Have an amazing week, my brothers. We are getting very close to the holidays. We have three more episodes on the results of cognitive mastery and emotional ownership. And until I see you next week, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha 
your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at the alpha male coach.com slash unleash.